Hello and welcome to Dennis Anyone with Dennis Hensley. That's me. And it's Outfest time, my favorite time of the year. It's like Christmas to me. And I am here with the creative team behind one of the most buzzed about movies this year at Outfest. It's called Tiger Orange. I am here with the director, Wade Gas. Gasqui? Gasqui, yeah. See, we talked about this before and I kind of choked. All right, he's the director. He co-wrote the script with Mark Strano, who is also one of the stars of the movie. And also in the movie is Frankie Valenti, a.k.a. Johnny Hazard. And, and Mark and Frankie, you guys play brothers in the film. And um, first of all, talk to me, Wade, about how the initial idea came to be. Because I, I understand you, you co-wrote the script together. Yeah. So the both of you, if you want to talk about the origins yeah. or the initial idea. I actually started it out. Um, I wrote a whole script by myself. You know, I was all oh, by myself. Uh, and I That's was, right. Yeah, exactly. It's hard. I get it. <laughs> um, but I, you know, the idea came out of wanting to write something about two different perspectives um, of gay men, you know, sort of a metaphor for the gay community, two different sides right. of, of the coin. Um, and, you know, I really like sibling dramas, you know, like a You Can Count on Me or um, I can't think of anything else. The Savages, you know, sort sure. of yeah, in yeah, that, yeah. you know, genre. Um, so I got excited about it. I want to make this. I want to do this. Wait, will you direct this? And then he came on board. and Yeah. And, and you were, a, you're a couple and you've yeah. been together for how long? It'll be 20 years and... March. Yeah. Okay, so he's working on this the whole time. You're you're together. Mm -hmm. Are you are you telling him about yeah, oh, it yeah. or is it yes. so it wasn't like here this thing is no. I okay. Right, right. But okay. I got but it was my thing. Like I was right. doing my thing and finished it and then was like, I really want you to direct this. Mm -hmm. Right. And what was your reaction to that? Were you like, I'm in? Yeah, well, you know, he brought the script to me and right away I connected to it and thought it was great. And also I saw it as something that I could pull off for cheap, you know what I mean? Right, it's, it's, like, it's makeable. There's it's, no car crashes. Right. There is a truck stop dance break yeah. that I don't want to give yeah. tell too much about. It's a surprise. <laughs> don't give that away. No, it's amazing. But um, <laughs> the one big set yeah. piece of the film. Yeah. Right, but you could, you you could it was doable. You yeah. could make it happen exactly, and we could like you know I didn't want to overstep. Like I didn't want to bite off more than I could right. successfully chew. So. So yeah, I saw it as something makeable and just basically kind of dug into the script myself uh, and um, and said, yeah, let's do it. And then we brought yeah. Now this, how this Frankie? Guy. How did you get into the mix? Um, they approached me and asked me if I would uh, be interested. And what? Did, how did were you like? Uh, you read the script. You're like, I get this guy. I want well, to do initially, it. Initially, I was telling them earlier that I just kind of thought it was just a uh, you know some schmuck. Wanted me right. to do something. Some dude. Yeah. Right. Because, yeah. I mean, you have a high profile. People have seen your work. It wasn't and the stuff. first time someone asked me to do something. Right. Exactly. So. <laughs> but, uh, so you, when, when did you realize, oh, this is legit. This could happen. I could do this. I think. I, I get this guy. When Mark came back to me and said, we have enough money to actually do this and sent me the script, sent me a schedule. And I'm like, oh, wow, they actually have people doing this. Right. This is, this is going to happen. This is real. There's, there's like a letterhead. There's maybe even a logo. They might actually have they a logo. They have their own stationery. See, that's it's all about the fonts mm -hmm. and the logos. Now, the tagline of the movie, and um, Mark, you touched on this, is do we stand out or do we fit in? Because one brother, Frankie, your character, is unabashedly gay, you know, doesn't care who knows it, is out face. loud and proud. And Mark is more, uh, your character is more repressed. He has a flip phone. 
He can't even get on Grinder. And so I'm fascinated with. Did you guys see the documentary Vito? I have not seen it, although well, it, I. It's a great documentary, and they we talk about next one. Though. Yeah, yeah, we saw. The, I, know, yeah. I know. I love Jeffrey's a friend. He's yeah. great. He is great. And Vito Russo, this activist in the gay community, they talked about him when he was growing up, and he had all of these forces telling him it's wrong to be gay. And he said, I always knew they were full of shit. Mm -hmm. And I'm fascinated with why some people growing up just know they're full of shit. Mm -hmm. And some people have shame around it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not easy even if you know they're full of shit. But some people just innately Mm -hmm. don't buy it. Mm -hmm. And your character is going to be who he is no matter what, Frankie. And yours is the opposite. Mm -hmm. And I'm fascinated with why that is with people. Because it's not necessarily environment. You had the same environment. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, you know, there's that scene... Very early in the movie, it's a flashback with the two brothers, and I won't like give away what happens, but it's to me, it, it's very defining for them, um, because to, to me, there's a component of the one brother played by Chet, uh, played by Mark, um, Chet, the older brother, who is very much a people pleaser and he, he, he cares about what people think about he cares him. about what people think and mm-hmm. and that's important to him and I think that's a voice always in his head of I don't want people to see me the wrong way right. whereas whereas you know Frankie's character I think there's a part of him that's just like fuck what people yeah think. exactly I don't, I don't I don't like there's a big part of him that just doesn't care and I think you know with that scene early on that sort of is defines that role a little bit, and I think those those the, these characters just end up playing that out for the rest of their and and story. influencing each other because yeah. yeah. Frankie's for thing you know he's he's kind of got his own problems in addition you know Absolutely. the fact that he's 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 out and proud is one thing but he's got his own things and and then you're influenced by his mm-hmm. sort of um, now um, Frankie coming from the, the doing adult films what was was it apples and oranges was it a totally different experience. As a set, it wasn't totally different. I but mean, it there seemed some like elements. you were. It, it seems like in in porn, your job is to turn people on. In this one, you get a liberated freedom. You could, you're not. In other words, I felt like you would be free to express yourself in different ways that you hadn't before, as long as it served the character. Well, yeah, that's the thing. You have limitations. Whether right. you're working with you know a porn director or Mr. Gasquey. right? You know, you have you know, your parameters. Right. But, you know, being in front of the camera essentially is the same thing. You have your mark, you have your angles, you have your lighting. Right. So, you know, in that regard, it was, you know, pretty easy to fall into. Right on. Um, It was nice not having to worry about feeling fat or, you know, the zit on my ass or, you know. Right, because it's all about one thing that, you know, I mean, in terms of what you want the audience to experience. Correct. And this, you got to be, I think, show more. Well, I would think more. Yes, it's kind of ironic that you say that. Yeah, you know, I, I did show more. Yeah, by showing less. Mm-hmm. Right on. Mm-hmm. Um, and your character, you come into the movie and you're like, it's so much charisma. You're like, but you're like, you're gonna fucking shake things up, and you know what I mean. And I can mm-hmm. feel for mm-hmm. for Chet for for Mark's character that like he's like, oh, he's back in town. <laughs> Look out. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. that must have been kind of fun to play. Yeah, it was. Yeah, right on. They naturally kind of have yeah. that dynamic, like, right? Offset, like 
Uh, Frankie's always ribbing, you know. It's 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 very. Yeah, it's, he had a lot of fun. With yeah. It. What's the most you laughed making the movie? Was there were there scenes that were hard because it's a serious movie. It's a but I'm sure you get a little yeah, slap happy. Yeah, we really did always have fun. I mean, even after dramatic, you know, we're yelling at each other, or whatever. We it, we still had fun with it. Um, it most... would be all like crazy quiet and like you know sad and solemn, and then mm-hmm. one of us would just say something and it would break everything. Mm-hmm. Just, right. You know, and we had some funny. Crew members too that we could you know enjoy. On Where set. were you? It looked we like were in Central California. We were we were most the cabin was in Paso Robles. Okay, so we were surrounded by vineyards and we were right down on. a dirt road. I mean, like twenty minutes down a dirt road, basically that destroyed everybody's car on set in one form or another. <laughs> right, <laughs> like oh. everybody left set with some uh-huh. sort some of the, having to go to the shop with their right, car. Exactly, like, this one lost a tail. Right, whatever. By the end, there's no cars that work. Yeah. Everyone's piling our in the Our producers so are, are from up there, and that's how we got hooked up with that area. And we had a lot of local crew, so that just really added to the environment. Yeah, right. And we shot all. We shot in Templeton, like the little main street was Templeton, the creek um, with Dad's ashes. That big scene, that was way out, like outside of Templeton. There was stuff down in uh, San Luis Obispo, but right so on. basically all of. Central, Central California. California. Yeah, yeah. It's beautiful up there. Yeah, it's gorgeous. But it is a totally different mindset. And at, and at one point, um, Frankie, your character says that LA can go fuck itself. Mm-hmm. Have you ever felt that way? Um, Have you ever been like, I'm done with this town? No. You dig it? Um, I don't dig it. But, you know, I had a really different experience with this town. I didn't show up here trying to make it. I right. had already made it when I right. came here. I was already, you know, I hate saying this word, but I was already a porn star. Right. So I arrived here and I was already established. I didn't have to work. Where were you? Where did you start doing? Where were you at before? Boston. Okay, right on. Boston, yeah. Big porn scene in Boston. Mm. Yeah, it's it's a hotbed. (laughs) Yeah, it's booming. (laughs) Right? I want to see a porn movie with like the um, Mark Wahlberg accents. Awesome. Right? Wouldn't that be good? The townies? I could totally do it. Really? I could totally do it. All right, let's workshop that later. (laughs) Workshop. Now, can we riff on Cheers? Like, can it be all those characters? It could be in a bar. No one's ever done a porn in a bar. I'm I'm racking my brain trying to think of the porn name for Cheers. (laughs) Right. Well, we'll come up with By the end of the interview, yeah, you'll have something. Now, there is a scene that I related to in your movie because your character, Frankie, your character wanted to play with dolls when he was a boy, like, you know, girl dolls. And your character, of course, uh, Mark is like, you can't do that. It's not right. And, and then, of course, the father has a reaction to it. Were there things that you wanted to play with when you were a kid that were like, you knew it was, you didn't even know what gay was, but you knew it was not cool. Like, I liked, I wanted to play with my sister's Barbies mm-hmm. and it was a secret. Oh, that's I exactly couldn't do it. where I pulled that from. Yeah. Exactly. Right. What were your, so your thing was Barbies? Oh, hands down. Yeah, what was the dress was you think Because I had a little sister. So right. I was just like fascinated and like, right. you know, and I would make, like still to this day, she's like, you named all my Barbies. You you, you made this entire storyline yeah. with them. Because I saw it as like, oh, I could write stories. That was right. the beginning of it, you know? Yeah. So, it was like yeah. Knott's Landing, yeah. you know, in the Barbies. The one that I remember had this beautiful black dress that was tight and then had the, that like uh, taffeta at the bottom, the rose. Oh, yeah. But I wasn't that into it. You know, I wasn't that into it. But it was like, a, it couldn't, it was like a secret. You couldn't yeah. act like you wanted to do that. Um, I, I think it's interesting, the parental relationship, because I was just, you both have Tumblr pages, the actors, and I noticed, Frankie, your mom pops up on your tom- Tumblr page, mm-hmm. and she seems super cool. She pops up everywhere. She pops mm-hmm. up everywhere, and there's mm-hmm. pictures of her with your magazines, like, mm-hmm. being proud and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Was she always cool like that? No. 
And what was the evolution of that like? Mm, the evolution was she was in complete denial. I mean, right. She actually said, and I can quote her, uh, she said, you are my son, I know you, this is just a phase. Right. Mm. About being gay. About being gay. This is, Correct. Okay, right. Yeah. But then my dad died, and then, you know, she kind of had no one to, you know, um, her friend was gone. Mm. Right. Her friend was gone. Right. And then, you know, her and I, because of that, got closer. And then, you know, just, it was either a sink or swims. Either you kind of get with me. We're either going to be a, a family or out. not. Yeah. And so she, you know, dove right in. And she's, she, yeah. Because I love seeing her, the pictures of her. Like, I, you don't see a lot of moms with their, their son on the cover of Unzipped. No, and, and <laughs> you know what? I, I, I don't want to say I take it for granted. Because right. I don't. But, you know, you just, sometimes you just forget how cool. I forget how cool my mom is. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she's still back east? She is. She will be attending the New York premiere. It's her first time in Manhattan. <gasps> with my yeah. What are you going to do? That's so exciting. You're going to take her around? Are, yeah. I'm going to do the uh, as much as I can. Um, yeah. You know, we have a busy weekend. Sure. She's there for a couple of days, but um, we're going to fit in as much as we can. I love it. Yeah. All right. We're going to party with the moms. That's yeah. right. Yeah. You guys have moms coming? Parents coming? It is. J just my mom's coming. Yeah. It, it, it's funny. We, uh, <clears throat> we say that part two should be our moms because they're sort of mirroring of our personalities, so it's pretty good. We're excited to see them together. Uh -huh. Yeah. We should have a camera, actually. <laughs> yeah. There oh, you no. go. DVDs featurette, oh, right? Yeah. Um, and there's another picture on your Tumblr that jumped out at me. You sew with a sewing machine? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's I have, cool. I have two sewing machines. Two? Mm -hmm. What's the coolest thing you've sewn? Uh, I think the coolest thing that I've made... I'm pretty basic. I can't, like, you know, do patterns and make a, you know, a shirt. Right. But um, curtains, pillow covers... Wow. Yeah, I'm really good at repairing things. That's cool. Mm -hmm. What's something that you guys are good at that might surprise people? Wade and Mark. <sighs> what are we doing? I'm at? okay at the trampoline. <laughs> but I say that because I remember how good I was at like 17. Now I'd probably not be able to do it. But I could do like some stuff on a trampoline. That's good. I'm scared to death of a trampoline. Now I probably would be. I'm glad there's one not, not one out here. But I did zip line randomly into Pango without any harness or anything. First time I've ever done it. Literally, if you didn't hold on, you were... Yeah, yeah, yeah like I was, and it was one of these bars. I didn't know anything. I, I was a little inebriated and right. was coming off a tree and just. And I actually, the first time, did it fine. Second time, I hit and flew off the thing. I mean, we're talking like two, almost two stories high. But luckily, I landed flat, very calm on my chest and didn't break anything. <laughs> I can't believe you the did it without I, a harness. I know because I'm well, an idiot. You know, I didn't so know how to do it. Like, you should never do anything without a harness. Yeah, I think yeah, we've learned not. that. We had both Frankie taught me. Frankie taught us that. <laughs> in, I, I don't know the exact movie, but I seem to remember it. it, it was, we even had that moment afterwards where we were like, what are these things dangling there? Oh, that's oh, the... That's that, you were supposed to put that on. The girl... Like, the girl you forgot the harness? Yeah, the, the girl after broke a wrist. So. Yeah. Thank God it wasn't the girl after. <laughs> now, um, Frankie was telling me before we started that you shot this in a couple of parts because you were doing part and then you were raising more money. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that seemed like such a leap of faith, right? To kind of do it that way. Yeah. And yet that's what it takes. But we wanted to have a trailer for our Kickstarter campaign because yeah. we wanted to show people what we could do, what Frankie could do. You know, it was sort of a, a leap of faith here, you know? I had and done a Kickstarter a couple years earlier for a short film and right. I was like, you know, I'm not going to do another video where it's just me up there asking for money. Right. I'm going to like show them something. So right. there's no, they don't have to imagine it. This is what it's going to be, you know? So let's just, so we went out and shot maybe a third of the movie and 
I cobbled together a trailer and then we did the Kickstarter. And right. I think that really, really helped because people got to see, oh, okay, this is what I'm putting right. my money into, you know? And Frankie, you couldn't change your look too much between the, the, the uh, Kickstarter video and the other. Was yeah. that hard? Uh, she wanted to rock some He was going to get a tattoo covered up. And I was like, no, 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 no. That tattoo <laughs> is featured, you know? Right. We can't, we can't cover it. We can't it. recreate that yes. every day. Right. Yeah. <laughs> It was just, um, it was annoying, you know, right. because my hair grows fast and I'm always doing something. And That's right, mix it up. Yeah. Awesome. Did you ever get the tattoo covered up? I don't even know which one, the, uh, the one on my butt? Yes. Yeah. No, I want to get it removed though. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll Why? It's just, it's not one of my better pieces. Yeah, it's not, it's not feeling it. It's no. not a sentimental thing or never. that asshole's gone or never no. have. No. <laughs> no. All right. Now, getting a crowdfunding thing is probably a, a, a lot of work. It's a lot, it's kind of a pain, mm -hmm. but there's something also kind of moving about it because you know that people support you. Mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit about what making this project with that kind of uh, support felt like? I mean, it, it's so funny because going into it, you're like, oh God, I have to ask people for money. Right. It's I'm just, feeling, uh, yeah, I'm already having just, that angst oh, vicariously for like, no how reason. How am I going to do this? <laughs> but you know, you kind of muster it up, you figure out what's my angle, you know, what am, what am I actually doing here? And you... You know, once you, once you start doing it, you realize everybody wants to be a part of this. You know, it's a, you're just creating a community, and it's not like we're making some something ridiculous. Yeah. We're making a, a solid piece of art here that 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 resonates with people. So once it's going, it's go. It goes. It runs by. You know, it's it's fine. It becomes a, a community building thing, and it becomes something really cool. And for me personally, it became really validating because it was like, oh wow, there's a big audience for this people are excited by this idea they're excited by this footage that they're seeing so it really kind of gave me the drive to push through what was your most imaginative reward because you or the incentives do you do we like we have a bar crawl this our one reward we have not fulfilled well one reward is they get to see the film right that will happen later but uh there's a bar crawl coming up and there's like right. maybe three or four backers that get that mm -hmm. and we're doing that um, after the, you know, the around after, the time yeah. of the screening. Right on. So that'll, that, be that'll be fun. Yeah. And bar also crawl. our little videos, we did little like raps. Thank you videos. Yeah, yeah they, they, the boys created Yeah, and mm -hmm. videotaped it and sent it to them. That was fun. All right. That almost killed it. We almost killed each other. But no, no like, <laughs> un no underwear or anything like that? You no. Know no, but we, I did do some sweatshirts. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, Frankie they were made, good. made some sweatshirts. We well, know he like sews. The, that was the, yeah. like, most popular one. Yeah, that, that was like in the movie. movie. Yeah, we sold that out. Um, but, yeah, I didn't want to do the whole porn star route. I mean... Right on. I, I really made a conscious choice to stay away from anything that was, like, expected or gratuitous. Right. And, and how, how have people been reacting so far? Great. Because people, people are... Because I think you're terrific in the movie. Thanks. And... I know people get hung up on stuff sometimes, and I, I, want, I was wondering what that, that transition, that journey's been like for you and what, how people have been. I think my, my previous you know, persona really lent itself well to the Kickstarter campaign. Right. Um, I think there are a lot of people who are excited to see what I'm going to do and how I'm going to do it. Right. And I think there are a couple of people who want to see how badly I'm going to do mm -hmm. A few of those. Did, did any, any bitchy, any haters out there saying crazy not, shit? Not to my face. Not that right I've on. seen. Mm -hmm. Right plus, on. Plus but the this part perfect, works perfectly. It's like the perfect kind of 
role to sort of make that. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. The mystique of uh, of his his personality as right. as the porn star helps with the mystique of Tom. People are like, sure. huh? I really want to see how bad or how good he's gonna be. <laughs> right on. It, it's one or the other. So we get him in. Uh, now it's gonna premiere at Outfest on. Um, Friday night. Mm -hmm. Let's get all the information in there. Next Friday, Friday, July 18th, 18th, 8.30 p.m. At the Ford, which is outside and wonderful. Have you been to those screenings? Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Magical, under the stars. You can picnic beforehand. You can bring beer, You can have romantic dates. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Last question, and then we'll wrap it up. What do you hope people get from Tiger Orange? Besides a cool sweatshirt. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um... I hope that they can relate. I hope that they can, um, you know, be entertained. Of course, I, I think it's not just this dry drama. You know, there, there's definitely some humor in it, and um, you know, I hope they have a good time. I, I think it's a perfect movie for outside there, um, mm-hmm. just with Wade's landscapes that are amazing as well. Right on. Yeah. What about you, Frankie? Um, I th- I want people to come out of that saying, wow, I've never seen anything like that, and I've never, I didn't expect it to be so good. Love it. We have we had a great production team. The camera was ridiculous. <laughs> the production value just is, is outstanding. Awesome. Yeah. Well, congratulations to the three of you. Have a Thank great you. time at the Thanks. festival, and everyone go see Tiger Orange. It's your world premiere. World premiere. Right on. All right. This has been Dennis Anyone. If you want to email me, my email address is DennisAnyonePodcast at gmail.com. I also want to plug the film that I have in Outfest. It's called If We Took a Holiday. It's in the program Tickled Pink, a comedic shorts program. It plays Saturday the 12th and Wednesday the 16th. Learn more at outfest.org. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Good night. Bye.